0: Episode 432. Thank you all for listening to episode 431. Hell Melon. I am watermelon farmer Gray Lamarck, here with my co-host.
1: Cantaloupe
2: farmer. Bear.
0: <laughs> yes.
2: We gotta find another melon
0: in there. Thank you to Wes Anderson for Mind Quarantine. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter at Songs by Wes. Thank you to All Work Clothing. Visit allworkclothing.com. Mention Overline Podcast. Brandon is going to hook you up with that deal. Thank you to Crandall's Quality Landscaping. Give Sean a call. 419-704-5471. Surps the Toledo running areas. And not
2: Phoenix, Arizona, or our watermelon buddy, Ross Chastain, is going to win the championship in probably about four hours from the time this drops, five hours. 28 hours, 29 hours. This comes oh, on Saturday. Oh, that's right. Crown Jewel. forgot Crown Jewel Saturday. Sorry. Uh, 30 hours from the time this is going to come out. My apologies to all those listening. But if you listen to it on Sunday, it could be like four hours.
0: It could be. So thank you to Grand Escorty Landscape. Ah,
1: thank okay. you to what? What are we damning? Okay. Hold on a second. What did I just miss? Hold on one second. Yep, yep, yep. I think Tatum just blocked someone for it to go to OT. Oh, yeah, he blocked Mitchell. Damn it. All right, going to OT. Celtics, Cavs.
0: Really? Tatum blocked Mitchell on a nice little outplay. Well, thank you to uh, Sparty Steve, everything he does for the show. And last but not least, Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. Yeah, make sure you get yourself to amazon.com
2: and get Connell's book, Dating Sucks But You Don't. Buy it anyway, we don't care. Paperback, hard copy, audio, it doesn't matter to us. And make sure in the meantime, you go to datingtransformation.com. Mention Over the Line podcast to Connell to get your free consultation.
0: All right, so this week... <sighs> We are going to have the, what I'm going to call this episode, Blood Money 8, ready for you, coming from Riyadh. Are you ready for it? I'm ready for the Blood Money. There was an added match, so I have to, I had to go in and add the match, because they added one. Um to this so i had to put that in there and we got to tell dub we need that pick too so let's just go right into crown jewel so we can get to the rest of the show uh so we'll start at the bottom going up alexa bliss and ashka versus damage control alexa and ashka just won the women's tag team championships on monday night um i assume they're gonna keep them here
1: so give me alexa and oska That's what we're going to call it. Alexica.
0: That's what I'm going with too. All right. Next. Usos. Jimmy and Jay with the uh, versus the brawling brutes, Ridge Holland and Butch for the tag team champion unified of the world. Usos. 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 It looks like for me, you, Peapod and up. All right. Bianca Belair, your women's champion in a last Women standing match for the Raw Women's Championship against Cody's Bay. Bailey. Bailey. Yeah, give me uh give me Bianca. Yep, I'm gonna go Bianca here as well. Braun Strowman against Omos.
1: Strowman mm-hmm. for Peapod and Dub. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um man, I I just think something will happen with MVP there. So give me Omash.
0: Does seem like it, doesn't it? Just feels like I'm, go, I'm gonna go still strowman. Um carrying cross against Drew McIntyre and Drew McIntyre in a steel cage match. I'm going Drew here. Uh Cross got him the first time. I think Drew gets him this time, and then they have a uh the old rubber match.
2: It's kind of my thought. The um you know they like the uh this crowd likes the the face
0: sort of deal.
1: So I agree with you. Give me Drew here.
0: All right, Brock Lesnar against Bobby Lashley. Gotta be. I would think, you know, my my brain's telling me Bobby for whatever reason, but yeah, Brock. I don't know if Brock's lost in
2: Saudi.
1: Yeah, oh no, he did. He lost he did. to Roman, right? Yep, that's it once, so he's lost
0: one time. All right, the OC, which is AJ Styles, Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson versus Judgment Day, Finn Balor, Damian Priest, Dominic Mysterio, with Rhea Ripley. Hell yeah, man! OC's back. Give me them. OC. Agreed. Thunderdome Rome versus Logan Paul for the singles. Uh, it's a singles match for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. I saw a lineup like of things that they have comparison, and uh, one of them on there was Logan Paul owns the most expensive Pokemon card in the world. Five billion dollars.
2: He's got the rare Charizard or something like that, I think. He's
0: he's got like the Immortal or whatever the hell he it is. He used to wear it. He used to wear it as a necklace. Yeah. No, he he loves that shit. Grayson just got into to Pokémon actually. He and I give him credit cuz he was off his tablet, all his stuff came in, opened up his book, put every all 300 cards he got. Put them into his his card uh his card I wish binder. I wish I would
2: have kept mine. Um, I also wish I would have kept my Game Boy Color that I could have given him with my Pokemon games. He could have played that because that was awesome. You would have loved that. Um, this so this is what gets me right. Roman leaves with the title, hands down, 100%. But there's just something in my gut. I don't know what it is that just feels like Logan Paul going to get a DQ. I, there's something right now. It's still Roman, so i am i got to go with Roman here, but I'm not going to be shocked if Logan Paul wins by DQ or some shit like that.
0: And, you know, I don't think enough people are giving Logan Paul credit because that dude is an athlete, and he's actually pretty damn good. I, I think it's
2: going to be a really good match.
0: I do, too. I think he's solid. I don't think people give him his due, and he he's the natural heel here because people just don't like him. Kids love him, but others well, just don't saying, like though,
2: him. They say like he gets a lot of he gets a lot of cheering though. I mean, he, he gets, gets cheering, but reaction. he gets a
0: lot of heat. Yeah, he gets it from both sides. So, that's good. He is a legitimate draw. And you can't fault Logan or Jake Paul, you know, who just fought Anderson Silva by the way. Um, you can't fault either of these guys. They made themselves. Like, and they just keep going. They're businessmen. They know what the hell they're doing. So, yeah, I'm I'm with you. I'm going to go with uh Thunderdome Rome here. I am up 90 to 78 to 78 for Peapod and Cody, 75 for you and Parrot. Oh, all right. We got to do the old left, right, left, right. So he's taking Roman. He's taking Judgment Day. He's taking Brock. He's taking Cross. He's taking Braun. Oh, I better put Stroma in. He's taking Bailey. He's taking the Usos. And he's taking Damage Control. Not a bad, not a bad run. Not there. bad, not a bad one. It's not like his uh, his other one. If he would have just went the opposite, he would have been six and zero. Yeah, not that's not a
2: not a bad run there. But um, if I lose this calendar year to left right left right, he will be p- picking next year. And if he doesn't pick, that sucks to suck.
0: Yeah, new rules. But I'm not losing a
2: left right left right anymore.
0: You're making the NASCAR rule. All right, so we were gonna we're gonna watch a couple things here. See how much time we have. It's already 10:17. Holy shit. Um, one of the things we wanted to watch is, because I, I have not watched this full thing yet. I've only watched a part. So we're going to watch CM Punk in his shoot interview, shoots on Colt Cabana, Adam Page, the EVPs, and more. And we can just talk about the reactions that we, we see, you know, what it does. It's not choppy for you when I show this, is it? let's see
1: we'll probably go ahead and play a little all or right they should, they yeah. should,
3: just say your name and you're cool hi uh nick house with wrestling hi, i'll uh, start nick um show of hands who here fancies themselves as a journalist you're a journalist nick all right I try my best okay tony Khan's faces um, no, real, real this quick. whole time go ahead um, you still do improv <laughs> no not a little bit no no when you did improv Who'd you do improv with? Uh, I did it with uh, uh, Scott Colton. Mm. Which is Cole okay, Cabana. Okay, so you fancy yourself a journalist. Would you say you're friends with Scott Colton? Uh, no, I haven't talked to Scott in some time. So you're not friends with him? Uh, no, no, Scott and I do not see to eye. Oh, wow. Well. well, that makes two of us. <laughs> My point is, it's if you fancy yourself a journalist, even if it's for the silly world Water. of professional wrestling. Because you know he doesn't have drink alcohol. Integrity, people who report things, mostly that are bullshit, and slanderous lies against myself. If you are friends with somebody, you blew my spot. If you're not friends with my opponent, Tony wants to you step know, in, but did probably disclose who you're friends with. I'm not friends um, with I haven't had time. anything to do with Scott Colton in almost a decade. Probably wanted nothing to do with him even longer than that. It's fucking unfortunate that I have to come up here and speak on this when I'm on my time and this is a fucking business. Well, he
0: didn't have to speak on uh, it, but he chose to.
3: Why I'm a grown-ass adult man and I decide not to be friends with somebody is nobody else's fucking business. You didn't even like ask, My friends. No. If I fall back you just said he did it. improv with Scott Colton. Scott Colton, I felt, never would have. My problem was I wanted to bring a guy with me to the top that did not want to see me at the top, okay? You call it jealousy, you call it envy, whatever the fuck it is. My relationship with Scott Colton ended long before I paid all of his bills. I have every receipt, yeah, I have every Tony invoice, I have nodding. every email. I have the email where he says, and I quote, I agree to go our separate ways. I will get my own lawyer and you do not have to pay anymore. That's an email that I have. The only reason the public did not see is because when I finally had to countersue him through discovery, we discovered he shared a bank account with his mother. <laughs> That's a fact. He just. Fucking one air and all the laundry. And as soon as we discovered that fact and we subpoenaed old Marsha, he sent the email, Oh, can we please drop all this? What's now that? it's 2022 yep. I haven't been friends with this guy since at least 2014, late 2013. And the fact that I have to sit up here because we have irresponsible people who call themselves EVPs and couldn't fucking yeah, manage the target about. and they spread lies and bullshit you see the and, eyes and Tony. put into oh, yeah. the media that and I got Omega somebody and, fired when I have and fuck uh, all to do with him. Really... Want nothing to do with him. Do not care where he works, where he doesn't work, where he eats, where he sleeps. And the fact that I have to get up here and do this in 2022 is fucking embarrassing. And if y'all are at fault, fuck you. If you're not, <laughs> I apologize. But what did I ever do? in this world to go, to deserve an empty-headed fucking dumb fuck like hangman adam page to go out on, <laughs> on national television and fucking go into business for tell himself <laughs> for what what did i do dave what did i ever do you tell me. didn't do a goddamn thing is he talking about
0: Melton?
1: I I think the so. Pittsburgh
3: parents. What are you
4: doing? Respect <laughs> <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah, it made it really clear in Forbes, and I just want to make it clear again. Nick, it's went- not
3: his position to make it very fucking clear. There's people who and call themselves VPs <laughs> that should have fucking known better. This shit was none of their business. I Tony's understand sticking up for your fucking, fucking friends. I fucking get it. I stuck up for that guy more than anybody. Okay, I paid his bills. Until I didn't, and it was my decision not to. Yeah,
4: but I shouldn't have no commented when Nick first said it. It's my I, fault. And I if I hadn't, it's my that. fault. It's my I appreciate it. I should but have but just I'm, taken a head on because you But never I'm said trying anything.
3: to run a fucking business. And when somebody who hasn't done a damn thing in this business jeopardizes the first million dollar house that this company has ever drawn off of my back and goes on national television and does that, it's a disgrace to this industry, it's a disgrace to this company. Now we're far beyond a politics right I Got gave me, him a fucking chance against Boston. it did not get handled and you saw what I had to do which is very regrettable lowering myself to his fucking level but oh, we that's where we're at right now. and I will call still him. walk up and down this hallway and say if you have a fucking problem with me yes, it serves right to take cheat it on up your wife me. let's right. fucking go good for Boston though getting ready. what's your question Nick uh, if,
4: first of all you're always very good nice he goes
3: to his question um, now um
4: I wanted to ask about MJF, obviously, uh, he played a, a voicemail I for you this. before love he this. came out. I love Obviously it's in front of you, uh, Punk. Um, why now, why, why, why is MJF back in the fold now? How do you both feel about him being around? How do you feel about the time he spent away, all of that? Well, if I may, I'm the one who asked him to come back because uh, MJF's a big star in this company and this is a, one of the biggest events. A year ago, CM Punk debuted here and I thought it was right for the fans, and like I said, for the fans, I thought the best thing that we could do as a company was bring MJF back. He and wants
3: here. me to work with pricks constantly. That's
4: that's what it is. Nevertheless, uh, two of the top wrestlers <laughs> oh in the world, God's MJF face. and CM Punk. could be oh. a big
3: match down the line. Sorry to keep bringing this fucking up, but I've never spoken his word, and I don't know how long, so I'm a little fucking pissed off about it. That's fine. When it came down that he was going to sue me, I asked to talk to him.
0: Back to cult Cabana.
3: I asked for mediation. It was denied. I offered him money. He said it was not enough. He went ahead with the lawsuit and sued. Well he kinda is regretting it. It's his fucking funeral. I don't care. He shares a bank account with his mother, it tells you all you need to know (laughs) about what kind of character that is. You were always very nice to me, thank you. I appreciate it, Nick. I'm sorry if I'm a little fucking snippy. That's fine. That's I'm fine. hurt and I'm old and I, I'm fucking tired I and mean, I work with fucking children. I respect <laughs> the situation. I not answering your question. And the I only asked that. it because
4: I have some familiarity and just wanted some clarification on the story. Yeah, I, didn't break I should story. have just taken a head on like
3: I did with Blake and Forbes recently. We're all learning here, Tony. It's okay. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you, guys. This is from Mindy's Bakery, by the way. It's a great place in Chicago if you like pastries and baked goods. I suggest you go there. They're closed on Mondays and Tuesdays, though. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so Sorry I've about asked, all that, man. Can... Okay. All right, thanks. So I've asked questions of presidential candidates in my old life. I don't think I've ever been as nervous as I am right now, but I'll direct <laughs> this one to Tony. Um, you saw the reaction MJF got when he came back out at the end of the night. Do you have any worries and that... Punk uh, shaking his uh, head, head? just cheered in Chicago. That's punk hometown guys. Rio, do you have any worries about um, MJF kind of... He got pure moves before. He was one of the last pure heels left in wrestling and didn't try
4: to get cheered. And now he's sort of set up as this anti-authority figure. Do you have any worries about not know, this is a pure heel. Psychology going forward, especially this I think the fans want to see great wrestling matches. MJF's the top wrestler. CM Punk's the world champion, the top wrestler in the world, and I think having the top contenders, whoever came out of this match tonight, MJF sets up as a great challenger, and now CM Punk uh, is the world champion. MJF being back. A lot of fans were excited to see it, but anytime somebody makes a comeback in the world of wrestling, generally you get a really big reaction. Am I worried about it? No, not really. Like we have one of the most charismatic, popular professional wrestlers in the world right here, and frankly, the fans can react however they want. That's what's great about AEW and pro wrestling. We're not trying to tell people what to think. This is a really compelling story. <laughs> people were emotionally moved. People are calling to- that a great ending. And I'm really glad people liked it. But the fact is it was a great match and it was a great ending. And now we'll see what happens on Wednesday.
3: Is that going to headline Arthur Ashe, oh, that match? I'm not going to comment on that. You go home. Oh, thank you. I'll tell you why I'm upset about it. Is because if you're an EVP, you don't try to middle your top baby face. You try to get your niche audience that's on the internet to hate him for some made up bullshit rumor. It really pisses me <laughs> off. <laughs> Stepping on your own dick. Some fucking you know, make money, sell tickets, fill arenas. And these stupid guys think they're in a
0: Oh, my God. Tony is just, like, regretting every bit of this.
4: Punk, last time we were here last year, I asked you about, like, Terry Funk and his influence, like, the legacy going on. Kind of, uh, and this is for you too, Tony. I kind of like, you've done a great job with incorporating legends throughout, you know, the course of AEW and as it goes on. I kind of want to see what you feel about how a lot of the modern talent today can kind of utilize some of the advice and take advice from like guys like William Regal and uh, even like Jim Ross, Tony Schiavone. Um, I know I'm missing, Jake Roberts, plenty I'm missing, I'm sure. But I just kind of wanted to get both your perspectives on that and how that can kind of go a little bit more to, to help you guys out grow as a company.
3: We have a, uh, a, a locker room full of pretty brilliant minds. You know, Jerry Lynn, Dean Malenko, Mark Henry. You know, I, when I came oh, back- Oh, on them. My second week here, I thought it was- thought Mark it was Henry, I'm killing. You know what I mean? Kind of blur the line with Dean Malenko. What's he doing? How oh, crazy Phil. He's going into business for himself. And really, I was just defending myself. But, you know, you, you, you mix that in with attacking Moxley and mention, um, you know, Kingston being the second best Kingston, which is a pretty great line. Um, <laughs> you know. Uh, when he said Eddie Kingston was the second our best. <laughs> locker room, <laughs> Jesus, for all the wisdom and brilliance it has, isn't worth shit when you have an empty-headed idiot who's never done anything in the business. He's like, oh, public fuck. interviews and say, no, I don't really take advice. Who the fuck do you think you are? You know? This is where That's I stop. That's stupid. I'm on a team with Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, and I, I, don't, need to, I don't need to work on my swing. You don't, I'm not going to listen to these guys. And they're going to tell me how to swing a baseball. Fucking go fuck yourself. <laughs> That's how I feel about it. I, I, I dare you to fucking say that to Terry Funk's face. I don't need to listen to you, Mr. Funk. I know what I'm doing grow
2: up. I get where he's going. He's saying, there. like, he doesn't respect I get question that. He doesn't respect on the on Jacksons. I'm and sorry.
3: speak up. Sorry, we can't hear you.
0: Sorry. Um, question for CM Punk uh, Bill Lindsey from Leech Report. Um, I think it caught a lot of people by surprise your loss two weeks ago, and your foot injury came into play, and I wonder,
4: you know, how much of that came into play tonight? Because a lot of fans will assume that that was would be lost, but that didn't seem to happen tonight.
3: Um, I'm wearing Dan Housen's boots, is a true story. So <laughs> I, I assume that it's like some sort of a reverse curse. I've had a real problem with footwear. I've been trying to figure out like what to wear. And that's real life. Like I put my old wrestling shoes on and they didn't fit. I bought a new pair of the 12s, they didn't fit. Um, I've thought about wearing my gym shoes. They didn't have the stability I needed. And uh, I bought a pair of Doc Martens because they're really comfortable. But they're too loose. And then Dan House was like, "You want to try mine on?" I'm like, "They're a size 10." And I put them on, and they just magically fit. <laughs> they're, they're like, like unbelievable, like a glove. They're tight, but not too tight. They give me stability, and they're comfortable as hell. So I. Owe if them you fit into someone
2: them. else's tens, it means you're not a 12. There, Phil. Is he?
3: Hi Tony. Hi, right. Um, Izzy, he- how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm sorry if I'm scary. No, it's okay. You know, I like you though. You're all right. Thank you. I, I like you too. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> um, is he from the hot tag? with Izzy. This question is actually directed towards Punk. Um, uh, we saw, you know, you got a huge
2: win tonight. Congratulations, and also MJF return. What is the message that you're trying to direct
0: towards? MJF? He's just like He's kind of the, the eyes get big. MJF's back.
3: I mean, do I have to? I, I, I guess. Nah. I don't know. I'm tired of wrestling these pricks. <laughs> tired of wrestling? I'm tired of wrestling these kids that think they uh, they know everything. Um, you know, but um, I'm not I'm not the boss. I, uh, he won the number one contendership. And, uh, he thinks because he went 1-2 in MMA, it. UFC, that um, he can whoop the shit out of everyone, or what? I, I think Max is uh, a, a supremely talented individual. Um, but this goes for him and anybody else in the locker room that doesn't want to be here you know the grass is not greener on the other side the grass is greener where you water it and max likes to uh you know shit where he eats instead of watering the grass so
0: and maybe that is legitimate or he's just that goddamn good of a heel which i think he is i think he is too john Albert podcast he uh, Punk, a, a year ago we were in this room and it was after Adam Cole had debuted, Brian Danielson had debuted, and you said that it, it had the feeling of Bash at the Beach. Oh
3: boy. where where <laughs> Did it was I that say energy. That? It was that Did energy. Did I say that? And uh, uh, a year later, here you are, world champion, uh, through the Trials and Tribulations.
0: What's your honest assessment of the last year for you personally and professionally?
3: Um, didn't like question. Well, like again, yeah. it sounds like a pretty ridiculous statement. But I would like to think, again, in five years, you know, you'll 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 see the impact of it. Um, there's a chance I'm wrong. You know, we got an uphill battle in a, in a in a lot of respects. Um, this is just so much drama and turmoil going on. But I, you know, I, I like to believe. <laughs> there's about to be I'm more working. in the locker room in um, about ten minutes. We do have a very very strong roster. And like I said, we have, we have a lot of brilliant minds backstage. So if, if if young talent's willing to actually listen and and receive uh, advice and information, I honestly think the sky's the limit. You know, there's always going to be people who think they should be the top guy. want to be pushed, you know, Um, and I get that. I mean, that was, that was me from like 2008 to, you know, 2010 or whatever. And, you know, I, I, I I always wanted more, Um, but. I, I thought I acted like a top guy you know like if I missed a flight I rented a car and made the town I didn't just go oh I missed the flight I guess I'm not going to be a TV um he's knocking on somebody I think Adam Cole is, is, is fantastic I'm, 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 I'm more worried about his health now than worrying about if, if his impact on wrestling is going to be you know bigger than Scott Hall's or something like that like I, I just want the kid to be healthy because he's a, he's a, he's a sweetheart you know um, I know Eric Bischoff is really mad that I said that so I stand by it. <laughs> uh, um, can you tell me a little bit about the recovery from
4: foot injury? As far as you know, I know you went through. It's three months. That's awful. Pretty quick, that's
0: you know, and you had, sur- you had
4: major surgery.
0: You know, that stuff
4: went in and everything.
2: So,
3: uh, the, so, so again, what I what I said in uh, promo, I think maybe last week was was true. I I did the stage dive. What an idiot.
0: What, I must have 40?
3: hit my foot on the top of the guardrail, but I didn't feel it. I mean, you would think that shit would hurt, but when I people caught me, they put me back down, I waited for FTR, and I, I'm standing on my foot, and it just didn't feel right, you know? But I thought, again, maybe I just whacked it or something like that, and then I, I wrestled on it blew a springboard came off the top of like a double axe like did all this shit and what I eventually did is yeah I fractured my foot but then I pulverized the bones pulverized is the word Dr. Dr. Jung used surgery was supposed to be an hour it wound up being like four and a half I got three plates and 16 screws in my foot and I essentially I have a new foot now you know um, it is 100% but it is a new 100%, and I'm, you know, I, I, every day I, I rehab. But when I, when I started rehab, this is the worst injury I've ever had, you know? I um, had surgery on my elbow, easy, easy peasy, you know? Lower back, I could bike the next day. I could get a coffee, I could go for a six hour walk, you know what I mean? And just, I could do something. I was bedridden for two weeks, and it was really, really hard for me, because I I really wanted to have this great summer and do good for Tony. Ah, uh, you fucking ass. for the ads. Got it, you You got it. You got um sell tickets, draw money, help the ratings. And it all just came crashing down, but that's life, you know. I, I missed out on Forbidden Door in the United Center. I really wanted to wrestle there, you know, and I and I have I, I have pride in my work and I wanted to carry the title and, you know, carry through the summer and just help. Grow the business, so it was mentally devastating. I was bedridden for at least two weeks. Uh, I would be dead if it wasn 't for my wife. I would also be dead because of my wife if that third week i didn 't get out of bed. <laughs> um, love april to death I, I I wouldn't be here right now in a lot of ways if it wasn 't for her. Um, it may sound corny to some people not being able to walk my dog was like really challenging, you know. Uh, and then the, the rehab, like I could tell you how hard and painful it was and grueling, but I, I just wouldn't be able to do it justice. I was doing two and a half hours of rehab. Plus once they told me I could bike, I was biking my life away. Then I would go to the gym later and lift weights and I was just trying to bust my ass to hurry up and not necessarily hurry up to get back. I wanted to hurry up to get healthy because if I'm not healthy, I'm no good to anybody. It was just, it was really, really tough. Uh, I, I just think it's, you know, I'm, I'm a little older now. and It was just, it was a pretty ridiculous. I, I think if I was 23, it would have been a heart injury. You know what I mean? Because I, I literally couldn't do anything. Trying to get around on crutches up and down stairs. You know, I got to walk two feet to go to the bathroom. I got crutches. It, it was just, it was pretty bad it, and it was depressing. Uh, but thank you for asking.
1: <laughs> Last question from CM Punk. Will?
4: Will Washington, uh, fightful.
3: What up, Will? How are
4: you doing? Punk? I'm okay. Uh, I got a question for you. So uh, that's on here, right? So I guess a good way to round this out would be to point out the fact that the way contracts your win tonight. That was brought it. To an what? end. What? That league was the one. For
3: John Moxley. He hasn't been Flip it. Flip it back in ten WWE seconds. In over a year. And uh,
2: watch him uh, drink. Uh, right? A- it it tonight
0: brought to an end the fairly <laughs> legendary.
4: What the fuck? Will Washington
2: what up will (laughs) that's the that's the uh, that's the Uh, meme and the gif i think that that came out of this
4: so i guess a good way to round this out would be to point out the fact that uh your win tonight brought to an end a fairly legendary (laughs) run for john moxley he's been (laughs) defeated in aew in over a year uh, even with the months out um he he, hadn't i believe it was what double or nothing last year last time he was And it was in a tag match. Yeah, a he's never. Uh, it was the first time he's ever taken a clean pin in an AEW match ever. I would say. I mean, where it was under pretty fair circumstances. Right. Yeah. Over three years. Yeah. So it's, it, that brings to an end the fairly legendary run for John Moxley. Can you talk about um, what it means to be the guy to put an end to that
2: run
3: for Moxley? Oh man, people are probably really mad at me then, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Alvarez. Are you mad at me? I'm, mad at you. Uh, I'm a little mad at you, but, you know. um, I think me and Mox are so similar and obviously uh, we've got a lot in common, you know? Like, we both had some misdiagnosed staph infections. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's a, that's a weird thing to have in common, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, but we came from the same place and I think we felt a lot of the same things there you know kind of like there was a bridesmaid but never the bride i can only hope that he appreciates um being able to me doing that for him just as i appreciate him doing this for me you know because i think we're both guys that nobody ever really did it for us you know uh guys could have helped us out a little bit more past the torch
0: it's funny because a lot of a those guys are in and aew I think we're
3: on, now we're on even yeah. we an even footing whereas before maybe you thought you know like i'm the bigger star like i'm here to try to elevate anybody everybody and i'm not saying that i have elevated john moxley i like to think maybe i did i think that's what all of our jobs are is to get you know if if one person's up here it's 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 up to them to reach back and and get everybody up to that level but yeah i, I think i think john moxley um, we have different philosophies about pro wrestling, but it's it's a beautiful thing because it's it's all pro like wrestling. understand what you know. Different and philosophies are done right. It's it's just magic. I, I I think he's a hell of a talent, and I uh, I I sure do appreciate him You know.
0: Thank you very much, CM Punk. Thank you, I'll Alvarez.
3: <laughs> you saw the video, man, and you were so incredulous that I went into business for myself, and I was just like, No, no, man, I,
4: I made sure to say that some people were upset that you had done that, and other people said that you were defending yourself, which is what you said that you were defending yourself.
3: I, and the reason I've never defended myself is because when you do, it just sounds like you're being defensive. But I've eaten shit on this subject for a very, very long time. Um. And I'm I'm very sad today that I had to get up here and and say his name. He doesn't fucking deserve it uh, and talk about it. But facts are facts, you know. Name two people that have made the most money off the name CM Punk. I don't think you're there yet. The first one's (laughs) Vince McMahon. The second one's Scott Colton. I hope you all have a good night. Please be more responsible with the news you get from certain people. And uh, just remember, we're human beings. Thank you. Thank you, punk. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank, Thank, you. You. Thank, Thank you. you. Did Larry have a good time? Bro, Larry got one of the biggest pots of the night oh, earlier. He, he got Lucy, well. ran down the, the thing. Wow. It was fucking great. <laughs> we love the dub shirt too, punk. Thank you. You
1: know you. Crosby love, though?
3: Fuck Sidney Crosby, fuck, fuck Malkin, fuck you know, what? you know what, fuck Ron Francis, how about that? I'm still fucking pissed off. Lemieux? Him. Fuck him. Oh, <laughs> thank you guys. Fuck Lemieux. Dirk Graham got a hat trick in fucking game one, they still lose and get sweeped. Oh. God, somebody box up these spinnies and fucking... Can I have one? Yeah, yeah, do you ever do a spin Yeah, please, thank it's you. It's not that weirdo non-alcoholic shit. Yeah, it's but I like, water. well I, I like both. Yeah, spinnies are great. <laughs> Thanks, Phil. Contrary to popular belief, I am a very nice guy. Thank you. <laughs> I thought you were very you were very nice sweetheart.
4: to me, Phil. <laughs> Sorry, oh, I'm Sorry. You were. You are you're always very nice to me.
3: <laughs> <You're a sweetheart.
0: laughs> so what's your take on that? <clears throat> I mean, again, it's. A I shooter. mean, we're a month late, but we haven't talked. We haven't talked well, about I mean, it at all.
2: It's a shoot, and anyone can say what they want to say. And I think he brought up some good points. He really did. He clearly respects the older legends, and he doesn't respect the guys under him who think they're hot
1: shit and they're the top guys. It's his opinion, but is his opinion quite wrong? I don't think so.
2: Should he have? done it in that route in that press conference with his boss sitting right next to him i wouldn't have done it he's got balls to do it I'll tell you that he's got he fucking a balls a man but again there's that's the best part of it. it's all it's all opinion.
0: all opinion a lot of people thought this was a shoot or uh kayfabe it, it definitely be. is not 100 a shoot yeah He was not happy, and hes they're basically still working on the buyout, aren't they? I think so, yes.
2: I think so, yeah. Um, I wish there was video in that locker room,
0: though. Oh, that that would be great. great. Yeah, see, Um, I I think Colt Cabana coming back tonight kind of solidifies that he's gone. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I can't wait to see what what, uh, Punk says about that. It shows
2: just, too, that, you know... Tony Khan also is just a, dude, he's just a big baby. He don't know what to do. He has no idea what to do.
0: This is where you need somebody like Vince or Hunter who would not take shit. and Be like, cool. I've got fucking a hundred other guys here. Yeah. I don't need you. But And, and Punk's not going to go to WWE. They wouldn't even have him. They wouldn't even entertain the idea. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not good. Let's
2: put it that way. It's not, not good for Tony Khan, but AEW is just going to keep treading water until they lose enough money where old daddy Shad
0: says, uh, yeah, I'm not giving
2: you any more, and then that's it.
0: Yeah, and uh, people close to Punk think he is done in the ring. I mean, he's not going back. I, I don't think he's going back to WWE, so... No, he's not. He's going to get bought out in AEW and he's gone. He's done. Yeah. I mean, the only thing he'd be able to do is go to New Japan. I don't think he will. I think he's done. I
2: agree. I don't think he will, but I'm just saying that's like, that's it, right? That's the last stop for him would be New Japan.
0: I was going to say, oh, he could go to Ring of Honor. No, he can't. It's AEW. Yeah, he's definitely not going to go to Impact, so. Or uh, maybe he'll go to RPW. See if Peapod's got the quick line. <laughs> Yeah. Do they have the things for that? Yeah,
2: I think prob- Punk has probably worked enough uh $20 gymnasiums that he ain't going to do that anymore.
0: No, he is not. Yeah. And uh Peapod asked us to come to the next RPW event. I'm like, dude, it's the day of the Ohio State Michigan game. Yeah, he made it a bad day. Yeah, I said, again, you guys did it two years in a row. You made it the wrong day. And yep. He's like, oh, who gives a shit about football, Mike? Everybody that watches college football We'll watch Ohio State Michigan. I get it, and I I understand his point. The problem
2: is there's um you know going to be like thirty million people watching that game, and um there's going to be thirty people at RPW. And if you Dude, just I don't it, know,
0: they might pull hundred. They do. If pretty you just good.
2: had it the week before or the week after, like and it's Thanksgiving weekend too, which is not a it's just not a good weekend to have it. Have no. it the Saturday
0: before. Have it the Saturday after. We'd make time to be there. Well, I don't know. Ohio State's going to be in the Big Ten Championship, so I don't think we'd be there. Um, Well, that's my thought at least. Is that still going to be the week after? Yes, December 3rd. Well, I I
2: didn't buy Red Wings tickets for that game because of that. So, Oh, in case uh, the game is that night? Yeah, I mean, I thought about it um, because they're playing Vegas, but they're giving away a Moe Cider bobblehead, which is what I'm more interested in. Um, But – yeah, I just I'm not taking that chance to have to worry about selling tickets or shit.
0: No, yeah, yeah, feel you right there. And then um, something we didn't talk about, which is kind of wrestling related, kind of not. We'll save the we'll save the Hogan Warrior thing for next week. We're gonna yeah. so we're gonna put that on there because we wanted to get this shoot out of the way. So we're gonna watch first off Hogan and Warrior next week at Halloween Havoc. So what we what we might do? And we'll what cover we should, Crown
2: Jewel. I guess. Yeah,
0: we'll cover Crown Jewel. What we might do because I think. uh the NASCAR is gonna be done and we won't be making picks for that. What we might do is actually do what I think we should do next week is a twofer. Let's watch WrestleMania six their match and then watch ninety-seven okay. Hattic, Hogan Warrior. So we okay. see both of their matches. Yeah. Let's talk about like the build up, what it was, and then what happened, you know, in come ninety-eight, which was what, nine years later from WrestleMania six? Eight years later. Uh, yes. No. Six would have
2: been, uh, six would have been 91. So seven years later, seven years later. Okay. So that was 91. Right. WrestleMania was 85. So WrestleMania, well, four or uh,
0: 13. Let's see.
2: Yeah. So let's, let's, let's just gather
0: that. Yeah, up you're right. Way. It's 90.
2: It's 90. WrestleMania six was ninety. Seven was
0: 91. Yeah, 1990. So we're talking eight years later. You know, Halloween Havoc, eight years later, which is crazy to think because we're talking, you know, it was eight years later. But when we look back eight years, which seems like an eternity from WrestleMania 6 to Halloween Havoc, eight years seemed like an eternity. But when we're looking back eight years ago in Wrestling 14, that's when Punk left WWE.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Like that seems like an eternity ago. But when you look back at some of the things that were going on in 2014, like if you go back to, Let's eight years ahead.
2: ago, I could not grow this mustache. And I'll tell you that. A lot changes in eight years, buddy.
0: Eight years ago, I was still bald and still had this beard. So, that's right.
2: Eight, not, the same. You look the same eight years ago. Actually, you look the same since you were probably 18.
0: You're 100% accurate. Just,
2: so, just a little, little more mass, maybe. Yeah. But, um, I mean, you know, that's how it is. When we were all 18, we were a little smaller than we were today.
0: Oh, I was, you know, 18. I was, I was smaller at 18 than I am now by probably about twenty pounds, but then from eighteen to like twenty-four, you know, I gained like a shitload of pounds when Brandon told me I was getting fat. So, you know, I gained like fuck in two thousand eleven. So that was what six years later. So yeah, 24. So I was fuck I was like two fifty five, but now I'm two twenty five, two thirty. So you know I'm like back in between. But it's funny because you look back I look back at like shit from twenty ten, like my um what do you have that my uh or 2011, when I got my passport. Like, shit, I look younger now than I did in 2011 in this passport. I was like, fuck, it's huge. But uh, eight years ago, when we're talking about eight years ago, was WrestleMania 30 that Cody and I were mm. at. It feels like yesterday I was there. So it's the same gap. Between Halloween Havoc and WrestleMania, uh, same really same time frame. Really, the legitimately the same amount of time.
2: Well, and that's I, and that's kind of what got me back into watching wrestling again too. Was
0: um, I
2: mean, don't get me wrong, a lot of it was WWE Network. I think that was a big portion of it, you know. But it was Brock beating Taker streak, and I was like, I gotta kind of get back into this.
0: Yeah, I remember we were there, me and Cody and Dirk, and we were just like shocked what was happening. Dana Bryan, went, it was like a wild. I mean, it was one of the best WrestleManias, and I'm happy we were able to be a part of it. And uh, I have that shirt somewhere, WrestleMania 30. I was there. Had it somewhere. We, we went through the cool stuff, met Alexa Bliss, you know, before she was cool, and, uh, you know, met some cool people. Norman Smiley, you know, Cody knew every wrestler. Yeah. I was like, that, I know him. He's like, Norman Smiley. He yeah, says, Cody hi to everybody. Loves Norman Smiley. We got to see the old Fink. And, uh, I remember rest sitting recipes, sitting down with him talking about, uh, he's like, where are you from Toledo? He's like, Oh, the sports arena. I remember that back in blah, 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 blah. That guy knew everything like sports arena. He's like, now they got the Huntington center. He's like the sports training. That was a fun little venue, blah, 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 And just dude remembered everything.
2: That's awesome. Yeah. I would have, <laughs> I would have loved, uh, I would have loved to meet the fink and just sit down and, and talk with him.
0: Yeah. Cause you go talk to him in legends house and he took time with each person, which was great. And we got to meet, um, the Wyatt family before they were big, R.I.P. John Huber, um, you know, Bray Wyatt, all of that. They were just dude. When Cody and I talk about it, it's one of those things we remember smashing fucking Red Bulls. Like just smashing them. Like we're like, oh shit. And they just smash, 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 smash. And you're just like, well, fuck. Like
2: and that's why maybe your heart made explode.
0: Yeah. And, well, John, you know, obviously had some shit going on with him. And then old Eric Redbeard, he's elsewhere now. But when they Where were there. Yeah, I thought he was on AEW. He is. He's of okay. AEW. Okay. Yeah, the cause you look back, I don't even think uh oh yeah, Cena that's when Cena fought Bray Wyatt at WrestleMania thirty. That's <laughs> what was that match. And he beat him, and that's when we when everybody thought Bray should have been put over by John. I know Jericho was one of those people that felt that, but that was a solid card all the way through. Usos beat, and see, d- just thinking back, Usos were there at the time. Los Matadors, The Real American, Cesaro and Jack Swagger, and Ryback, Kurt Axel and Ryback, that was a pre-show. Daniel Bryan then beat Triple H. The Shield beat Kane and the New Age Outlaws. Cesaro won, you know, last by eliminating the Big Show. Remember that shit dumping him over? Yeah. Cena beat Bray. Brock beat Taker. A.J. Lee beat you know, all the other women to win the Vicky Guerrero Invitational for the uh, Women's Divas Championship. And then Brian Danielson beat uh, Batista, Bautista, 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 and Randall Randall Orton. So that shit was wild to think that that was that far ago. And I mean, fuck, it's eight years ago at this point. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't seem like it, man, but time flies. A fictionalized version of WrestleMania 30 was depicted in the film Fighting With My Family, a biopic of wrestler Paige huh i did not know that i'm gonna have to go watch that maybe at some point we shall see so uh yeah next week so we're gonna we're, we're gonna do something fun we've, we've been on this train of sports one episode wrestling another we're doing this for a little bit we'll go back to doing other things when we get our boys back but uh nice little switch up so next week look for that we're gonna go compare WrestleMania six Hogan and warrior versus WCW Halloween havoc, 1998 season 10 of Halloween havoc. Episode one uh, Hulk Hogan versus uh, the ultimate warrior should be interesting.
2: Yeah. I can't wait for that shit show.
0: Yeah, that will be interesting. So thank you to Wes Anderson for mind quarantine. Thank you to all work clothing, Crandall's quality landscaping, Connell Barrett, dating transformation.com and Sparty Steve. As always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night.
2: Make sure you watch Crown Jewel, people. Got to get that blood money.